You're listening to Your Stories Mavericks Season 1. Your Stories Mavericks gives you insider access into the lives of some of the country's most successful entrepreneurs. In our fourth episode, we take a look at the bottom line with the founder of India's largest stockbroker, Zerota, Nitin Kaman. You're watching Mavericks on Your Story. I'm Shivani Muthana. A slam dunk move is how you'd view what our Maverick today has done to net in and increase the investment and trader base in the country. No stranger to taking risks, losing big and rebounding. He's the broker boy from Bengaluru who's now scoring high on the Lal Street. My life's been like a roller coaster and I've done almost everything to put food on the table. I got introduced to the markets quite early, you know, so I was 17 or so. Day trading is a very volatile kind of uh, lifestyle. I was actually burnt out as a trader. For me, sports act like an absolute recharger of sorts, you know, so I play a game and then, you know, I'm, I'm back up. Basketball is short and intense and very physical. You have to know how to leverage your skill set. You have to learn what you're good at and put that to play. That's essentially what business is all about. I said, I'll give a shot at maybe becoming a broker that we didn't have as traders. We went a zero brokerage for equity investors in 2015 December. And after that, just a virality hit. It's just zero and Roda, which is to remove all kind of barriers people have to save and invest better. After doing a bunch of businesses, I've realized that Chasing money doesn't really guarantee you money. I mean, I think it's about just doing the right things uh, long enough and then money automatically follows you. So I got introduced to the markets quite early, you know, so I was 17 or so. I used to live around a bunch of Marwadi friends, so, so they got me introduced to it. By the time I was finishing my college, I had saved up quite a bit of money trading the markets. I lost it all in 2001, 2002, and there was like a big crash in the markets. So I went and joined a call center, kind of worked nights, traded during daytime, trying to put back a trading capital. 2004-05, I met this uh, gentleman from the US who asked me what I do for a living. I showed him my trading account performance. He cut me a check and said, why don't you manage money for me? Now the clients increased from one to more. Then to manage it all, I became a subbroker for uh, Reliance Money in 2006. 2008, when the markets fell, by then my younger brother had joined me and we were kind of short in the markets, made some money. In 2009, I was kind of feeling a little burnt out trading full-time for so many years, so I thought I'll take a break from trading. And Nikhil was a better trader, uh, so you know, I said, why don't you continue trading and I'll give a shot at maybe becoming a broker that we didn't have as traders. And that's the genesis of how Zeroda started. In 2010, we launched the business. I played basketball, I played football, I played cricket, so I played almost all kind of sports through my life. Other than, of course, being recharging, I think, Sports teaches you the right attitude to life, which is to give 100% all the time. Basketball is short and intense and very physical. So if there's anything about giving it all for those 30, 45 minutes, whatever length of game you're playing, I think basketball teaches it. Also, basketball is a physical game. You have to know how to leverage your skill sets. Some people are big, 200, 250 pounds. Some people are small. You can't just be one physical type and play the game the same way. I think you have to learn what you are good at and kind of put that to play. And that's essentially what business is all about, right? As in find the good things you have in life and leverage that to grow the business. It always felt like there is a need to be 
like a different kind of a broker, not a broker who's using advisories, tips, etc., or maybe mis-selling products and etc. So we thought there is a space to be a different kind of a broker, uh, which was online and more people first than uh, business first. So what we initially started with as a business wasn't really unique per se. A flat fee per trade model was very popular in the US. It's just that no one in India had thought about it. Back in 2009 to start Broking Firm, which was probably was a little stupid. Uh, coming back from 2008, the market had crashed and 2009-10 market had gone into like a limbo. Most existing brokers were kind of trying to do other things in life and we were trying to start a broking business. To be very honest, if I was a VC, I wouldn't have invested in myself because a guy with no pedigree education background or no experience of business. Personally, we were like those active day traders and etc. before the that happened. So we were trying to build a business for them when we started. And as we grew the business, we realized that the audience which actually actively trades futures and options is a really tiny audience, you know. There are probably 300 to 500,000 people in India who actively trade the markets like this way, right? And when we started hitting kind of an upper limit there, we realized that, you know, you have to build a business for investors to build a scalable business. So that pivot happened, I think, started from 2014 onwards. We started building platform for more for investors, right? As in which is simple, minimalistic, intuitive kind of platform. And also what we did was when we started the business, we were charging 20 rupees per trade. We went zero brokerage for equity investors. We said we have to encourage investors to come participate. It worked very well for us. We were at around 70,000 clients. Uh, we are at around a million and a half customers. And today we are also the largest in the country. I think the real reason where we are today is because of the product. So we today offer with Kite, which is our web and mobile based trading platform, I think a very simplistic but yet an extremely powerful trading platform. Today Kite probably contributes maybe almost like 10% of all retail trading volumes in India, which is huge considering there are 400 retail brokers in India and then you know, the likes of the ICICI, HDFC, so yeah. And also I think in today's day and age, I think it's no more about the big beating the small, it's about the fast beating slow. And today, most of our competition are guys like the big banks, etc., who are not very fast, you know. And that's an edge we have today. So I think nimbleness has generally been the whole theme of the business. So when I was younger, I was a lot more bulkier, you know, so and there was a different kind of game I used to play. But now, as I get older, it's more important to stay lean and mean and try to stay nimble. Otherwise, the young kids, you know, kind of take you to cleaners. I think nimbleness is, is the key. Any kind of physical sport or business to be light and still be strong. Also, what we did with uh, you know, with Kite was everything that was used to build Kite, the, the APIs, we opened it up to the ecosystem to say, come build on top of us, right? Because the big problem to solve in India is to grow the ecosystem. There are probably six or seven million Indians who invest in the markets and we have to build niche platforms to grow the ecosystem. We call the initiative Rain Matter. The, uh, it's an incubator where we invest in startups and we also give them the APIs required from compliance to account opening to trading to all kind of functionalities. So that's become really popular. So we have almost nine startups who are building niche platforms on top of us. So these are all things that have helped us kind of grow over the last three, four years. In 2017, uh, direct mutual funds got introduced to the markets. When you do it directly, you don't pay any commissions to anyone. So that gave birth to Zeroda Coin. Today is the largest direct mutual fund platform in the country.
as a business, we've been more about under promise, over deliver. We haven't really chased money as a business now. So there's this funny incident, uh, not an incident, story that my uncle had said, which probably puts this very aptly. It's about why uh, Goddess Saraswati sits on a rock and Lakshmi sits on lotus. Whatever you do in life is like that rock. You know, you learn, you're stable. And money is like that floating lotus. The more you swim towards, the more further away she goes away from you. We are probably one of the only brokers out there where not a single person on a 1,200 member team has a revenue target. Because you, you put revenue targets, people miss sell. And when people miss sell in business of money, you know, potentially can cause a damage to someone else. But the big challenge is that the markets in India are really shallow. I think we had like what six and a half crore Indians who filed income tax returns last year. But there were like 50 lakh Indians who invested in the markets last year, right? So just in that, there's a big gap. So we're trying to build products that can potentially get the people who are not currently investing to invest. So we're building with a startup a bonds platform, like a fixed income platform, where you can invest into bonds of companies instead of buying stock of companies. So it's lower risk, more fixed return. So better than fixed deposit kinds. We have an NBFC license today and we are trying to make loan against securities popular amongst retail who have never had access to it. Because it's secured uh, against a collateral, the interest rates are 12 to 14% versus personal loans, credit cards, which can go up to 30%. So what we're trying to tell people is that if you have stocks, you have mutual funds, and you have an outstanding loan at a much higher rate, you could probably borrow at lesser and kind of cover the, the higher costing loan. So we have close to 18,000 crores worth of stocks, mutual funds in our clients' uh, DMAT accounts lying with us. So we have a great starting point. The existing bunch of brokers in the country are doing a horrible job at growing the ecosystem. We add between 50,000 to 70,000 new customers a month, out of which 70% of them are first-timers. So we are probably one of the only few brokers today to actually incrementally add new customers to the market. Uh, so we already have started uh, selling government securities, T-bills, sovereign gold bonds, you know, which are alternates to stocks when things are not doing that great. We are not a traditional discount broker as such. I take extreme amounts of pride in all the education initiatives that we run. War City, Trading q and Z Connect. We're trying to share as much as we can, right? Because uh, the financial knowledge of this country is extremely poor. Zeroda as a brand stands for the name itself, which is Zero Barriers or Zero Roda, as uh, we came up with it, which is to remove all kind of barriers people have to save, invest better and help them, you know, profit better out of the markets. Today as a country, we rely too much on foreign capital. For India to be become the super economic power that it can be, you know, you need people of this country putting money behind entrepreneurs and kind of look at stock markets. And I think we're in a good spot to enable all of this. If we have done that well in say next five or 10 years, that would be like a great thing for the country that we would have done as a business. constantly work in a high-risk, high-reward sort of atmosphere. How do you let out some of that steam? Of course, other than playing the sports, uh, I love my music. My mom's been a Carnatic music oh, kind of a yeah. teacher and all that. So music runs in the family. I spend a lot of time with um, Nikhil, mm. my parents. So we kind of stay uh, same place. Mm. And my wife likes to travel, so she takes us around. And 
And this is like the place where uh, me and Nikhil spend a lot of time together to kind of unwind as well. Wow, so this really looks like a zen zone, you know, the way you've uh, set it up. Yeah. Uh, that wall looks interesting, a lot of character. What do you have framed yeah. up there? In our house, there's nothing related to work. So mm. we, uh, both of us don't like to bring work back home. But yeah, there's this one wall which just to remind that hmm. we are related to the business of stocks and etc. So these are old share certificates. So which is your uh, favorite stock out of the lot here? Is there something that's still trading? So, no, most of them uh, are so old that okay. they, they're not really trading. But mm -hmm. but yeah, but there is one uh, like a Reuters, you know, like a wire from mm -hmm. 1935. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Reuters just became a but but yeah, but they are still around. Great vintage collection and to bring a bit of your passion and work here home. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't help but ask the next question. Uh, any investment tips or how are you looking at the markets and how are you betting on the markets right now? All my investments actually Nikhil takes care of, mm. you know, of, of everything and we've been doing this for like a really long time. I think if someone's starting off, which is mm. probably most people uh, watching, uh, I think it's mutual funds and doing SIP, probably the best way to play this, you know, uh, investing in saving bet. So investment and savings is one thing, you know, the other big thing is people parking away funds for retirement. Right. Uh, what is your ultimate retirement plan? I'm a very big water person, mm. so I love the sea, the beach. I love swimming, so yeah. I always wanted to have a shack by the beach, have a good band play every night, host good people, have maybe like a football, like a beach football huh. uh, thing next to the uh, next to the shack, you know. So that's that's kind of what I thought about. In my mind, I am not yet retired, so right. so I don't know when that switch is going to happen. That sounds like a fun plan, but is there anything at the moment that's giving you sleepless nights? I think it's the economy. Now we are a business very closely mapped to the economy uh, and how it does. Mm -hmm. uh, I think India is going through some bother right now because of low profitability and growth, etc. I mean, thankfully, you know, we have a stable government now and mm -hmm. hopefully our Prime Minister will take some bold moves to rev up the economy. Right, and the markets seem to be going nowhere but up in the, you know, medium to long term. Yeah, I mean, so I that's think it's, it's, it's factoring in, you know, the stable government right now. So. What is the one song that's playing in your head? Because I hear you do a pretty good job of singing as well. I've been listening to Floyd in the morning, mm -hmm. so I've been listening to Pigs. Mm -hmm. But I have a wide variety of songs that are kind of artists that I like. So yesterday night was Kishore Kumar, so today morning was Floyd. And I also love a lot of Carnatic musical as well. That's a great range, rock to Carnatic yeah. music. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being our thanks, Maverick thanks. on this episode. But you know, I can't uh, leave without asking you to strum a tune for us. So uh, I'll give it a shot. पीछे पीछे सपनों के बागे एक दिन सपनों कराही चला जाए सपनों के आगे का जिंदगी कैसे है पहली हाय कभी तो हसाए कभी ये रुलाए Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Just look for Your Story or log in to yourstory.com. Thanks for listening to Your Story's Mavericks Season 1.